Carrying right there on that note, boy. There you go. That's, I'm lying to him. That's oh, what I taught no. you. Hey, 
Well, you always hating, dog. Okay, I'm gonna let you bring it. Let's, Let's get to the bottom of this. You always hating. I'm, 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 I'm the idiot, okay? I'm the idiot. <laughs> Take you and your friend to my bedroom. Ring. Shane. No wonder we got rid of you. Oh, man. <laughs> Crew Season Podcast, man. We are back. This is episode 162. Let's clap. Let's clap. 162. I got that shit on the day, though. I got that shit on the day. Yeah. Mm. There you go, boy. I'm proud of you. Um, Kenny T is in the building. Kenny T is in the building. Y'all know Smooth is in the building. What's cracking? <laughs> Jumped ahead of time. We here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's the intro. <laughs> we here. We here. They know the face. They we know here, the name. Yeah. I'm Detroit AC, man. It's another episode of Cool Season Podcast, man. Speaking of uh, uh, putting that shit on, smooth. That is a very, very dope sweater you have you on. You know, man. Mm. You know, man. You know, mm. people ain't stepping how I'm repping these days. Everybody mm. <laughs> <laughs> on their boot. I'm on my cat William shit all year, like he is. He talking crazy. You understand? Know he <laughs> called me Big Cat. Wait, that's Paul. Wait, 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 wait. You a big pussy. You a big pussy. I knew it. He I trying know. to get trying to get fucked. I knew it. Walk right into it. I knew it. Yo, I knew right something was wrong with him. Don't ever have friends like this. It's crazy. Over here purring and shit. Say big cat. Not the little one. Oh my god. I run in big cat. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the sweater, man, the sweater will be available by the time that y'all are seeing this on the website. We yeah. have this colorway, and then we also have a black colorway. Hmm. Yes. You guys are gonna be able to choose from, man. We told y'all merch was coming in this year. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all tap into that. Um, but we touched on Cat Williams. It's this biggest story in the news cycle right now. Mm-hmm. Recently uh, went on uh, Club Shay Shay. Did a three-hour-long damn near interview. Mm-hmm. And he had a lot of wild things to say uh, about other comedians, uh, about the industry, about his upbringing. Just a bunch of things, man, that, that caught a lot of people by surprise. I think that video was at 27 million views in two days. Um, yeah, they it say it's crazy. the fastest... Fastest uh, video to 30 million since Joe Rogan's episode with I think Elon Musk, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. So it's it then went to a totally different stratosphere. Um, I know Shannon happy. I was looking at some stats and it had that that episode boosted Shannon to like the third most popular podcast in the world or, mm-hmm. or something like that. You letting them clips ring too. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Show this. Damn. Show this. Blood in the streets. Yeah, so they they've been flying all over Twitter, man. So we'll get into some of the things that Cat had to say. Uh, first and foremost, he had some very disparaging remarks uh, about a couple comedians, them being Ricky Smiley, Cedric the Entertainer, Steve Harvey, uh, it was a couple other people as well. But those were the main ones that caught the brunt of <laughs> of his rap. I would play the clip, but they're gonna flag the hell out of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gonna play over there on that network. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, we're saying that. You know, a lot of those guys steal jokes. A lot of those guys don't write their own material. A lot of those guys are not as big as they think they are, um, and that's judging by the specials that they don't have in comparison to him. You know, he went on to say, basically say that he the, you know, underground king. He he got 12 successful specials. He done did 12 successful tours over 100 cities apiece, and, you know, he just worked out a ten or eight-figure deal with Netflix um, as well. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, those are just a few of the things. But uh, what's y'all thoughts on it, man? Just y'all, like, as soon as y'all seen it or clips from it, what came to mind? 
Like you say, man, 2024 is the year of truth. Hey, that's what I got from it. Mm. What about the uh? <laughs> <laughs> you about to elaborate a little bit. Damn, that was deep. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. Hey man, hey, what else you gonna get from that? It was a, hey, it was a lot of truth saying. Well, I, I don't, we don't know if it's the truth, but from his perspective, he say it's the truth. It's truth. And then when you go look at the, you know, internet undefeated, you can't do nothing these days. Internet undefeated, they go find everything and expose all this. You know what I'm saying, me? And back in the day, other comedians was talking about this, and they went back and found those videos. So when you do that, and then you lining up timelines with the jokes and, you know what I'm saying, like seeing how people's careers went and all that type of stuff, what he was saying for real had some validity to it. It may have had some some inaccurate things, but, you know, he's a comedian. You got to put on a show. But mostly, it, was, it looked like it was all true when you when you do the research the internet does, mm. and that's what it was. Well, here's a question: Which part did you feel like was a lie? Because I, I feel like a lot three thousand fucking books. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was an obvious troll. I don't know if it was trolling. I, don't know I think he trolling. was dead ass serious about that one. So the three thousand books, yeah, I would say that that was that was cap. That and I don't know how. Close the ludicrous one was. I'm kind of still iffy on that one. Yeah, with the Illuminati stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still iffy on that one. But uh, two hundred mil. Yeah, for, for those who hadn't seen the, the interview yet, I'd you know, be living under a rock. But I'll go ahead and explain it anyway. He said that from the age of eight to about twelve, he was a very, very voracious, quote unquote, reader. And he said that he read three thousand books per year, from eight years old to twelve years old. Uh, he got to talking about his personal life, and that's why I feel like the line started. Because I'm a, I'm a good reader of, of body language. When he was talking about the industry stuff, he was firing it off in a very, you know what I'm saying, direct and, and, and uh, concise way. Mm-hmm. But when he started asking him about his upbringing, I asked him about, you know, his family, his relationship with his dad, well, why he had to leave the house at 13 and go basically hitchhike at a truck stop. Uh, to to Florida at 13 and live on his own, mm-hmm. that's when a lot of the conversation got shaky. It got, you know, the eye contact was different. The body language was different. Um, he was kind of evasive in how he was answering those questions. So that's why I feel like a lot of the line came. He also said he's capable of running a 4-340 at 50-something years old. <laughs> we knew that was cap. I ain't cap. buying that one either. Ran four, four, seven. That, that was cap. Ran four, four, seven. Y'all, saw that? Y'all saw that video? I, I didn't see. You could count. I gotta say, man, until we see him line up on the actual football field hey. and see a stopwatch on the screen, I can't I can't verify those numbers. Uh but say it's a faux faux. I don't know about no faux. I'm I'm sorry, I just can't I gotta see it. What about the industry stuff though that you was talking about? I think that a lot of that was truthful. Um and what Sparked it for me, I think, was just how fast those people reacted. Now, don't get me wrong. This video is probably the most popular video on YouTube right now. Um, Ain't no probably. <laughs> um, but how fast so many of those people responded, I think, told me what I need to know. And then when they responded, rarely did they call him a liar. It was more of, okay, man, we're going to pray for him, man. It yeah, just, I, didn't, I didn't see no video calling him a liar. Right. So that, that right there spoke volumes to me. When you accusing people of something egregious that's still in content. <laughs> Stealing jokes, which is real big in the you know comedian community, um, 
Yeah, that that's that's big shit. So if I didn't do that, I'm coming out and say, hell no, I didn't do that. Da, 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 da. Here's proof of me doing it in '96 before whatever. But you come out to clear that up, then people wasn't trying to clear that up. It was basically like, yeah, Cat is you know be tripping, man, and I don't know why Cat doing this, or we gonna pray for Cat, or the other comedians just came out and joked on it, just joked on the situation. Um, but none of them came out and said, no, he's lying. <laughs> that did that never happened. And that's the part that's just like, ah. That's because, like he said, he got something on pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. And it ain't like he said, it ain't like he going looking for it. People coming back to him. Right. Telling them all this shit that's going on. And and I, and I think it's just interesting how a lot of these stories from other comedians who don't have nothing to do with that little. Because apparently it's, it's a little civil war going on in the comedian space. You got what, what he called them gatekeepers, like Steve Harvey, Cedric Entertainers, Ricky Smiley's. Kevin those Hart. people, Kevin Hart, those people are kind of gatekeeping away from like the young, you know, comedians or younger, pardon me, like the D-Rays, the Cat Williams, the Gary Owens, the those type of people like that. Apparently Cat was like, you know, they don't they don't want to let those guys in or whatever. So that didn't cause kind of a kind of a civil war. But it's just interesting to me how a lot of these younger comedians or lesser known comedians are coming out and telling stories about Cat helping them. Yep. So I feel like if somebody was just on bullshit, it wouldn't be so many stories. Even Boosie came out and said, yeah, man, when I got out of jail, you know, I ran into Cat on, on random. and We was chopping it up, boom, boom, boom. An uh, hour later, he came and, and threw a, a white towel in my car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell is in this white towel? You know, whatever. 15 bands just saying, hey, man, welcome home. This to get you situated, blah, blah, blah. He didn't take credit for it. He didn't come do it himself. He sent somebody to do it. It's a lot of comedians telling stories similar to that. Yep. Dion well. Cole said the same. He said you, the money usually come through women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you seen in this thing, he said he liked being around women. So mm-hmm. I don't doubt it. And then you got, it was another lesson on white comedian. He yep. was saying that, uh, he said, yeah, I, I was on stage, whatever, and I was I was killing, you know. Um, I heard Cat was going to be there, but I didn't see him when I came out and I was cooking. That was probably one of my best sets. And he said, as I was going to the green room backstage, Cat jumped out jumped out of the hallway and was like, hey, man, hell of a job, blah, 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 and shook his hand and had a water money in his hand when he was shaking it. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently the dude wasn't going to make but like $50 that night or $30 that night for that set. And uh, I think he said Cat gave him like a, a thousand. And it was like, hey, man, keep doing your stuff. Matter of fact, man, I'm going to uh, call you to bring you on the road with me. Yep. And he, he said he thought he was lying. He couldn't believe it. And then, like, a month later, Cat called him, and they did, like, 130 cities in, in, two, in two years. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's that those type of stories that's coming out that's speaking to character and, and integrity. Um, and then also that combined with those upper-tier comedians not saying that he's lying or not trying to invalidate what he's saying, that just leads me to believe that it's some truth being told. That's just my take. So... Um, did y'all did y'all see the side by side comparison of those those stolen some jokes? Some of the jokes. Oh yeah. man, what's y'all thoughts on the Cedric Entertainer one, the uh-huh. spaceship? One? Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Come on, you know he stole it. Mm-hmm. And his was more egregious because you stole a a prominent joke. You know what I'm saying? Like his stuff was really on them commercials. Like when they bring it up, when they show all that shit, mm-hmm. it was really on. Like you stole a, a already super popular joke. I mean, like you stole it from a, a small comedian like everybody else was doing. Mm-hmm. You're up and coming comedian that's now big to us now, but back then they was up and coming comedians. 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think he modified he, it. Yeah, he, he of modified course. It. You know when they all steal it, they modified. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. I think it was modified. Oh, so was it really stolen? You know what yeah, what yeah it's stolen. He didn't use it word for word. You know it was because you know, the thought, the initial thought, wasn't his. Like I said earlier, smooth. Hey. Man, there's a lot of thoughts that aren't yours. You hear and you take bits and pieces. He heard a great joke and wanted to use it. No, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, he used the spaceship. Yeah. You know, deuce in the core. Put it. He put a cigarette in his mouth. He didn't get out to act like the car was. He had to push the car or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just. Man, I don't know how that works though. Come on, shit. Man. Would you would you classify that as as stealing? Plagiarizing is Rod Wave stealing? What with, with its lyrics? <laughs> oh, uh, does that oh, classify as stealing? I don't listen to Wild Wave so. I don't know. I don't know. It's the comedian, the comedic space, I'm not in it, so I don't know how that that game actually works. Like, does everybody have like their own thing they do? You get what I'm saying? Like, is he the only one that's ever done that, or is there? There's probably plenty of other comedians that's probably taking bits and pieces of somebody else's stuff and use it in a certain way. You know, I mean, so it's kind of hard to to say he stole it. If it, I would say stolen, it'd be like word for word, or you you can get any black person and he start driving the car, get out. Way to the next dude, you know, start pushing it, get back in, you know. Mm. But he said spaceship. I ain't go with to it. Mars. I ain't with spaceship. It. I ain't with it. I don't know. So you saying it ain't stole? I don't think so. I think it's modified. <laughs> but he said, did he? Did he you, said Cedric he, and Steve already apologized to him about the joke. So why would they? Do you, apologize? Do you so, think he heard the joke? Definitely. Oh, definitely. He was okay. there. He was there. He definitely heard the joke. <sighs> Smooth, do, do that classify as stealing? Stealing, plagiarizing. <laughs> you understand me? Get off my nutsack. Damn, you gonna perform my shit in front of millions of folk? Damn. That's that's like saying, like a hood or, or sweatshirts. Uh huh. And somebody else already had that design letter. They didn't have it like this, though. They already had that. <laughs> they already had the, the design letter or something. Now we put it on our, our sweatshirts. We stealing? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I don't understand. The, the letter in that, the, the same, the same letter, same mm-hmm. color. Mm-hmm. We put on another sweatshirt. Was done by somebody else before us. Mm-hmm. I haven't right? seen nobody do this though. I have. Yeah, they have. Way Ooh, before let me us. See. Way before us. Let that's what, on Alibaba. That's why I was on Alibaba. <laughs> uh, but is that still stealing? It's modified. Modified. Because nah. <laughs> nah. we, we put our name on the back. It's modified. <laughs> it's modified at the time, for sure. That's crazy. <laughs> that is but crazy. real. I think it works differently, you know, with clothing than for, for comedians. Comedians, you know what I'm saying? No, it's a different situation. We talking about, like, telling jokes. Like, that's their bread and butter stand-up shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how they feed their family. If you go into a show and it's, let's say it's uh, Steve Harvey and it's Cat Williams. Cat Williams come on first, say all his shit, right? And then Steve Harvey come right back behind him and say all the shit that Cat just said in a modified way. You going to laugh at them jokes? Well, that's Steve's fault. Why Steve would do that if he just heard it in the previous set? Niggas stealing your, <laughs> stealing your jokes in the same That's day stupid. Okay, okay. Well, he gonna make himself okay. look stupid. Okay, let me change it. Let's say you go to the improv. Let's say they they back to back nights, but they mm-hmm. both in town. Cat on first. Uh, Steve in the in the uh, in the in the uh, audience. Mm-hmm. He watching Cat whole set. Then you go the next day to see 
Steve Harvey. Mm-hmm. He doing cat hoes. Because the crowd, most of the crowd ain't the same. That's just what it is. The crowd mm-hmm. ain't the same. But he doing, you was there last night. He doing everything cat was doing. Cat not in the audience. You gonna stand up and say, hey, fam. That's still. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. You gonna say that place to rise. You know, this how, shit ain't funny. How good did he modify it? Oh, my. And that's, he said he and said, that's he said, he said word for word. I can see. Footsteps in the dark. But today was a good day. <laughs> oh, man. Is it plagiarism or is it modified? Hey, that's oh. wild. That's <laughs> like a boy with the, the shoes. Nike trying to sue him for the shoes. That's he different. changed the logo. Though. No, it's not. It's not. What? He Those changed. shoes look insane. It is. It is. Insane. But you got to realize in the shoe industry. He just modified shoe, it. It is. It is. modified. Hey, but that's a different. We talking about a whole totally different. He's trying to feed his family. No, no. no of, bro. You know, know why it's not right? You know why it's not right? You know why it's not right? Because you can get them same shoes and pay less at Walmart for well, however much. And they don't have no problem with you, you know, selling them. You know what? Because you making some bread off of them. Right. Now it's a problem. No, 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 no. With the ones, with the with the ones, and I think <laughs> the twos now, but at, at the time it was only the ones. The patent thing had ran out. I think the 50-year patent had ran out on them. Because mm-hmm. you only get a certain amount of time to where your shoe is only you can make this shoe. Okay. So even when the Jordan 11s hit their time period, other people will modify them mm-hmm. and modify. make them their brand. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Yes. So, but, yes. but you still got to wait the time period. It ain't like in comedy where I can watch you stand up one night and then I can go over to the next city the next night or the same night if you were there seven the and same I made joke. and perform the same joke. That's, <laughs> That's totally different. That's some wild shit. You stole, you stole totally the time. Different. The time don't make, make oh, difference. Oh, no. Because you didn't perform that joke till later on okay. down the line. Well, 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 two years I, later. I want your ass to make some 11s and I put your Kenny logo on that bitch. He did the joke two years later. I changed the names. Bro. He went to a spaceship. Mm-hmm. He ain't say nothing about spaceships in this first one. Uh-huh. Bro. They, you, niggas can't, everybody know niggas get in the car and do that. Now I can't even say a joke about being in the car looking in the rearview mirror. Just like when Kevin Hart did his mm-hmm. looking in the rearview mirror. That okay. can't be modified from somebody else's joke Ooh. and then riding in the car. Okay. I hear y'all. Okay, so you, you, you think that's a variation of that joke? I got to start my feet. Oh. They all steal it. Yeah, he stole two. Oh. Oh. Hey, I got to start watching y'all niggas now. Damn. <laughs> we modifying everything, goddamn. Hey, I got to start watching y'all everything niggas now. Everything modified, Y'all baby. niggas look like y'all steal now, man. I got We don't steal. My fingers We modify. <laughs> we modify. <laughs> It's modified. It's live and he's modified. I can't as well. Yeah, that's, that's, conversation. that's a fact. Y'all plagiarizing that S's. That's yeah. a fact. I mean, I, they I, modify. I can see if he was still doing that joke today, two years like, down the road, like two years down the road, he was still, Kevin Hart was still, I mean, not Kevin Hart, Cat Williams was still doing that joke mm-hmm. two years down the road, but it's like he wasn't even doing that joke two years down the road, I don't think. Nah, he, I think Sad just. He stole that Bombalicious joke, joke too. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, yeah, he did steal that joke. That Bombalicious Which one? Bombalicious. Yeah. That was, on TV show. that was on a TV show like yeah. the 80s. Mm. Wow. Yeah, he did steal that one. Now, that one was word for word. That, that one was word for word. And you know what's crazy? That, that one was word for word. Cass say he don't write, so his writers is plagiarizing. He just memorizing the script. That's he talking cold. about Cedric, Cedric Wright? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he, he did say Cedric said don't write. <laughs> Damn. Okay, well, now I got to ask the million dollar question before we move on. Uh-oh. Uh, which joke was better? Which joke was funnier? I'm going cats, man. I'm going cats. Um, I don't know. 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 I don
Cat. I mean, the nigga stole. That's he the stole. Real. That's the real. But we gotta get real. Nah, I'm going Cat because hey, the vibe. Because that's the original. That's what the vibe. Eddie had the music. Well, he had a chance to make it better. That's true. He had two years to make it better. I ain't riding with you. Nigga joke in the lab. If it was stolen, I ain't doing it. Nigga marinated that bitch. Slow cooker. Oh man, you modified it. Hey man, I feel you. I feel you, but that's still on the me. Oh no. Two years down. God damn, boy. Which brings us to the to the to the next question. You got some people saying, because you know most people enjoyed the cat interview, and I think the interview earned cat a whole lot of favor mm-hmm. with the general public. But you got some of them saying, "Well, damn man, why we can't all just get along? Why we got to be in the middle of the media beefing like this, dying right. each other with everything?" What's your thoughts on that narrative? Everybody can't go. That's my thoughts. You understand me? Everybody can't fucking go. And if you ain't going, oh, well, hey, get on the program so your ass can get going. If not, get the fuck out the way. I'm sorry. Well, fuck that. I ain't sorry. It ain't my fault you ain't with the program. So lose ass out of here. <laughs> what you mean by that? Everybody can't go. Everybody can't go, man. Shit, it's just like, let's say you <clears throat> hanging with 10 people, man. You understand me? You decide, y'all all gangsters. Let's say you decide to change your life. You go on, goddamn, start working and getting your shit and all that shit. And now you making enough to where you can bring it to your team and be like, hey, look, man, y'all niggas ain't got to do this no more, man. I got a better hustle over here to take care of our families. We ain't got to be looking over our neck. We ain't got to be worried about these niggas on the corner, none of that shit. And three of them decide to come with you. You change all three of their lives and the rest of them like, you know what, man, shit, I, I just can't leave this hustle alone. You still going to fuck with them? I'm not. Everybody ain't meant to go, man. So how does that pertain to Cat Williams and Cedric and Hey, cuz, hey, when he brought out the truth in this shit and all this shit started happening, bro, in my opinion, people need to know the truth, man. Then you make your decision. If the shit was based on lies, bro, like, is your decision really what it's supposed to be? It's not. In terms of tears of comedian we talking yeah. about? Okay, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, I, I, I fuck with how he did it. Like we said, ain't nobody called them a lie. They came out and some of them tried to defend themselves, and then a lot of them was like, God bless him. Luda came out rapping. That's what You know what I'm saying? So that's just how I feel about it. Everybody can't do that to that Luda verse, though. That Luda Luda verse is hard. That's what Luda does. With everybody, he's done rap a response with a rap. Mm -hmm. It's not like he changed it up. So, I mean, that's true, too. I don't know, man. It's kind of tough, man. I mean, it's always us, really, going against and each that's, other. That's what I hate. I hate it. I hate it's always it. us. Unless I'm not in the white space enough to see what goes on on it's that side. Beefing. They messy over you there, know. too. It's I always know. beefing. But this is what they say. They say that over on that side is just less public. Less yeah. Public. Yeah, because it, it doesn't sell as well, honestly. I, it's in the, I just can't wait to be in the blog. Spiritual World, Jazz from Branches, all the toxic ones is going to be on there. They can't wait to post some shit on there. Every but, time. but here's the question. Looking at those numbers that that interview did, can you blame niggas? I can't blame them on that one. That's crazy. Thirty but, million but views like, in two three days. You got like Stephen A. having in in quote unquote beef. Like that's like how sports yeah, casters yeah. ended up in shit like that beefing. It. Yeah. It's like a lot of this shit is is stupid for no reason. A lot of people just critiquing what they think somebody's opinion is, and then people getting butt hurt about it. Well, Cat Williams mm-hmm. just come out and telling the truth. But I'm saying sales, on, boy. on the other part of stuff, people just be. Giving an opinion on what somebody says. They're not talking about who somebody is as a character, none of that stuff, and everybody taking it a certain way, and all of a sudden it's beef, and you don't like me. And it's like, man, y'all know hatred on, drives our community, man. You understand me? Love don't, it don't do nothing for our community. We're going to keep it a bean. Love don't fuel us. 
if that was the case, way better podcasts I have way better numbers and and our people would be in a better situation. But that don't fuel us. That don't fuel our culture as a whole. What what fuels us is the is the controversy and if people going head to head and people like picking sides and you know what I'm saying this shit like that. People dying and people going to jail. That's what fuel our situation around here. I, we still good. It's still you still gonna do numbers outside of viral moments here and there. Like like, like Shay said, he three million, five million, six million. Like he's in like he not getting views on them. Mm-hmm. His yeah. shit still hitting. His yeah. stuff still going viral. Even when he on at night with with uh with Ocho, Ocho. Yeah. like stuff going viral off there. So it ain't like you just need certain people to come on. Like him being who he is is naturally going yeah. But gain look, views. this is first messy situation. You know what I'm saying? That's what it. That's what it is. First messy situation. Look what the numbers did. And then, as a content creator, they always say study your analytics, <clears> right? <throat> so you study that analytics. Damn, when I'm on here wilding. This is this what giving me the views? Oh, okay. So now I'm gonna start leaning. Which is another thing I want to ask y'all. Uh, Shannon was getting a lot of critique for his interview style. They saying that the interview was not structured enough or whatever, and he just kind of was. Letting Cat rant. Did y'all agree with his interview style, or do y'all feel like he could adjust some things? Man, no. no. Let let Cat do what he gonna let do. If he if somebody gonna come on your show and be like that, and they 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 exposing secrets and this shit and all this shit, bro, and they just want to talk. Cause Cat was talking. It ain't like he was just waiting on the questions. Right. He was talking. He just went. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let him cook. But he does have the authority to choose what he want to cut. Yeah, and but what you he can't tell keep. somebody how to how to run their platform. Look at the numbers. Obviously, I, he did what he was supposed to do. Shannon knew because it ain't like it's a live recording. So Shannon knew all the shit that he was saying was gonna start some shit. And then on top so of that, he kept it. Look at Shannon's face. He was like, ah. You know, especially still, when he was saying something about his about, Shannon, about people that he fucked with. Yes, but that's Shannon Brand. So if Shannon didn't want it on there, Shannon could have edited it out. What he but say? You got he knew what, was, he knew what it loyalty was. to losers. He knew what it was. <laughs> so that is very, that is very unbecoming. Yeah, of you. Unbecoming of you. It's very unbecoming of you. <laughs> all right, man. We're gonna we're gonna leave the cat situation alone. Uh, prayer star poison ball. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward uh, to what's gonna come of this. I think a lot of these comedians about to. I think that interview kind of. It's going to force a lot of these comedians' hand in one or two ways. One, to come out and address what he said, and two, to just sharpen up on that craft. Uh, say what you want about Cat, but he's hardworking as hell, and I ain't never heard him repeat the same jokes over and over. He do. He ain't got a lot of specials. He do a lot of shows every year. Mm-hmm. And everybody that go to a Cat show say, if you go to multiple Cat shows in the same tour, you will not hear the same jokes. And that's not normal. So salute to bro for that. Also, uh, for him saying, <laughs> he said, I seen that say with my network. My net worth was, he said, I seen my net worth and I, I had that on me. <laughs> that was, like, that was probably swear the hardest, God. That was the hardest, <laughs> that was the hardest line of the whole interview, in my opinion. Uh, so again, man, get to that bag. Speaking of the bag, it was a video that went viral. It was a guy who uh, who had a little chick coming through. Mm-hmm. He made a request of her on her way. Mm-hmm. She had issue with said request. I'm going to play the clip, man. I want to get y'all take on this. I seen this too. Viral video. Not seen. Quick story time. So a young lady that I had dealings with or dating, was dating, whatever you want to categorize it as, was coming over to the crib, right? And so I was feeling a little hungry. So I asked her, I was like, hey, can you, you know, grab me food? I'm hungry and I don't want to leave the crib. She said, oh, sure. If you pay for it, I'll pick it up. Hmm. So then I asked, wait, do I have to pay for it in order for you to bring me food? 
She said yes, because if I pay for it, it puts me in my masculine energy. Wait, so we've been dating for a little while? You can't bring me food, $20? Unless I pay for it? And to me, don't get it wrong, I was not mad at all. She still came over, I went and got my own food and everything. But it did make me look at her different. Because to me, that's a character flaw. Because if you only have the capacity to do something for me on the condition that it's reciprocated or that like I pay for it, that means it's not genuine, it's not in your heart. And to me, that doesn't work because I'm the opposite. I hold those doors for you on those dates because it's in my heart. I pay for everything when you're with me because it's on my heart. I book your plane ticket because it's in my heart. I am not one to keep score. And so if you can't bring somebody that you've been talking to dating a $20 meal because that puts you in your masculine, major red flag. And then I post about it on my Instagram story. And one young lady was like, well, I would have done the same thing if we're not exclusive. Exclusive? Baby, we're talking about a $20 meal. I didn't ask you to go to the grocery store, <laughs> cook, fill out my refrigerator. I asked if you could bring me food. Because we ain't got to be exclusive for me to pay for your nails, huh? We ain't got to be exclusive for me to hold all of these doors and bring you flowers. But we got to be exclusive for you to bring me a $20 meal. It's sad, man. And I think that's why we have the dating problems and trouble we have now. Because nobody is moving just genuinely. Everybody is keeping score. And this attitude that, like, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z if he's not doing this for me or she's not doing this for me. And unfortunately, I just don't move like that. I've never had. If you are hungry and I have it, you are fed. Simple. Whether I like you or not. Now, if I like you, it's a bonus. But it's in my heart to be this way. But I would love to hear y'all thoughts on the situations. Ladies, is she justified? Is she right? Fellas, what y'all think? What's up? Y'all thought. Is she cut? She cut. <laughs> I'm my curse head. You cut. I don't have these issues, so I wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? $20 meal, bro. Nah, bro. She And he said she still came over. That means you soft, nigga. You soft. Damn. She wouldn't have came over. She'd have said that. I'd have he said, don't worry about it. the tummy. <laughs> hungry below the waist. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have said, don't worry about it. Stay home. Mm-hmm. You cut. It's just a smash. Nah, I wouldn't even hit, bro. You get a woman like that pregnant, bro, your life over. Your life over, bro. It does like, say a lot that he's still allowed her to come over if that yeah, bothers him that you. much. I wouldn't have Unless he spoke to her about it. I don't care. But that would have been the last time. He wasn't going to be bothered by it. Obviously, he was, he was bothered by it. You put it on your, your social media? He was bothered. He was that damn like, sure bothered you. He was acting like he wasn't bothered by it. Oh, okay, don't worry about it. Uh, nah, come on now. You done made two food. videos and a post mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That damn sure bothered you. Mm-hmm. And then you still let it come over. You're not going to pay for Why? it. Why? Because you didn't stand broke, on your morals. You wanted to be. <laughs> you ain't stand on your morals. And she said, okay, I'm buddy. Still if you broke, just say that. Because that's what they <laughs> told us. She was, yeah. <laughs> that's what they told us. If you broke, just say she that. She had enough to get there and get back home. Nothing else. <laughs> you need to <laughs> stay your ass home. <laughs> you didn't ask me to bring no food before I came over here. That's crazy. Bro. Bro. Got to give your niggas warnings. Nah, bro. <laughs> Oh, you need food? Oh, I'm just staying home. It's nah, home. that ain't the one he need to be pursuing at all. And you need to put a name out there to let the streets know this ain't this ain't oh, it right Lord. here. This ain't this ain't this the year of truth. 2024. The year of reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> I would say just stay far away from women like that. To me, I mean, especially if it's genuine. We didn't hung out a few times. 
I've courted you, paid for a few dates. That's like the least you could do. And I think I think it is a red flag. Posting about it, no. But I think it is a red flag. You can't even go grab me some Chick-fil-A real quick. Now, now I will like say that, this. That's the issue. If she was a woman that's, that didn't want no money from him neither, like he said, nails, hair, and all that, if you wouldn't accept that neither and you're not going to buy that food, cool. Cool. You got some morals about yourself. But if you're not going to buy that food, but you're going to accept nail money, hair money, I, feel, I get what you're saying. Then you look like a user for real. And that ain't somebody you need to be building your hope sometime building your life with hell now. I don't think she liked the nigga that much, to be honest with you. Mm. I ain't never met no woman that Never. <laughs> but why even waste your time and go over there? You know what I'm saying? I need some company. <laughs> yes. That I nigga, need some company. She came over, they watched the movie, <laughs> and she went home. Damn. If he ain't food, that's nigga. crazy. That's she the way she was gonna eat. Time. Yeah, that's pay crazy. for it, and I'm gonna get me something too. So send me a little bit of extra cash. Damn. Yeah, that that was my thoughts on it. I think the the timing of the situation spoke volumes to it. He said itself, "This ain't no new situation. We've been dating a minute. We've been talking for a while, and we you done been by the crib before. This ain't a new thing." So it's like, well, hey, why are you on your way over? You stop just grabbing me something real quick. I think going to what Kenny said, if you've ever dated a woman who likes you, you understand the fact that women are the biggest tricks in the world. When they she like, gonna ask you if you need something. Uh, right. <laughs> you ain't even gotta ask for it. You see what I'm saying? Or if she come over there and you hungry, she'll cook in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. Where, where your pot's at? What's the? So it it leads me to believe that she ain't feeling dude like that. She does for what she can get from him. Now whether it's you know his lifestyle or his money or even the sex alone, that's what she came for. So for me to have to provide anything is that's why it's so egregious to her because she don't like dude like that. And that's that be my issue with a lot of dudes. They be They'll leave that situation and say, oh, she using me, or she doing this, or she doing that. But we looked at a two-minute video, and we can tell that that woman don't like you. How you been talking to her for weeks, and you can't tell? That's my yeah. issue. Like, body language tell it all. Like, like uh, effort, uh, uh, how much they contribute into this, whatever it is that y'all doing. If it's a situationship or if it's a relationship, that the, the effort that they putting into it is going to let you know. It's some women who just don't believe that they need to put in no effort. None. And that's the type of woman that you are very short with. That's a transactional situation. I'm calling you over here for sex. I'm sending your ass home. I don't have no expectations for you. I ain't going to hold it against you. I don't I don't feel no way if you don't want to contribute to this situation. That's cool. As long as I'm getting some type of benefit from it, you get a benefit from me. It's transactional. You go your way, I go mine. That's cool. But for you to be having expectations with a woman that you should be maintaining a transactional relationship with me, I mean, with, it's crazy. And that's what he's doing. Y'all been dating for a while. Mm. And it's the first time she even had the opportunity to think about paying for something. Mm. Damn. Big tricker. Matter of fact, you deserve to be licked like a lollipop. To Damn. The core. That's crazy. Damn, I, I feel like she ain't lick him good enough. How we know this is the first time? Damn. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I get... They could have. What if it was? Nah, go ahead. Nah, go ahead. 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 No, I ain't dating. Then I get Christmas gifts. Easy. Mm-hmm. And I got to turn them down. No, I don't want no Christmas. Please don't give me nothing. Because I ain't getting you shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't getting me money. I know you ain't getting me money. I appreciate the gesture, but you know, you got to be like, hey, it ain't like that. Don't give me no gift. You know, I appreciate it. She still got you the gift, though, huh? Yes, but still, because that, that's what she wanted to do. It, it, it is with, when a woman makes up her mind that she likes you, she wants to get it for you. She gonna get it regardless. You you inviting her to your wedding? What? If, <laughs> that's nuts. What if this is the fourth Wait. time? What if this is the fourth time that he did ask her to bring some food? 
She like, God damn. Like, they take you four are times? Are you using me? They take you four times? No, no, no. I'm saying, what if it just is the fourth time? It take you four times? What you mean? He oh. didn't ask her four times? No, and this, this is the fourth. Like, this is her fourth time doing it. She didn't, he's, he's saying uh, that she done brought the food three times. Three times. She asked her the fourth time. She and and so she like, no, nigga. And nah, been it don't sound days. like that on the They have been on multiple dates. Yeah, it don't you, sound when like When you that really date video. somebody, a woman that... Got some bread. She gonna want to say, "Hey, let's go here. I got the date. I got whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I just want to go." <laughs> you ain't got to be dating nobody. You can just be smashing. They gonna yep. take you wherever you want to yep. go. Yep. They gonna spoil you when the dick. <laughs> and the my dick don't be dicking like that sometimes, and I still get that. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes what? it's crazy. I'm gonna be honest with you. I expect better. I expect Can't better. Be in there. I quit. You think I be in there with a grade A dick all the time? <laughs> Shit. And he say I be in there. I quit. Be in there. <laughs> The pussy too good, baby. Puffin' and puffin'. Sub. Sub is wild. Sub, buddy. Where my whistle at? <laughs> you go in there, that nigga got a breathing mask on. God damn. I'm trying to tell you, man. Shit. Nah, man. I just, just got to tell dudes, dog. Like, y'all got to gotta pay a little more attention. And more importantly, man, be honest with yourself, dog. If you know that that girl not feeling you like that, Y'all limit those interactions, bro. I'm not saying you got to cut off completely because there's still some benefit to be there. She pulled up to his crib. They kicked it or whatever. They probably smashed all that. So it's some kind of benefit there. But you got to adjust your expectations to the reciprocity that you're getting back, dog. If I'm if I'm in, if I'm giving you grade A dick, I'm taking you out. I'm paying for this. His words, not mine. I'm taking you out. I'm paying for everything when we around each other because I want to. I'm opening doors because I want to. Da, 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 da. Apparently not. Because if you was, you wouldn't be this offended by that woman not bringing stuff. But I think your expectations don't match the relationship that y'all got. And niggas got to be honest with themselves, dog. A lot of these women is just not manipulating y'all. Y'all manipulating y'all damn self. Because they just horny. Exactly. Overly horny. And more importantly, you start liking the chick that you're just supposed to be having sex with. Or just supposed to be kicking it with. you, Because that's the only way that you'll be outraged by something like that. If I'm dealing with a chick and it's just sex... And I asked her, hey, you stop giving me some food? Nah, I ain't gonna. Oh, okay, cool. It's all good. Come on. Because that's not our relationship. Now, if I'm dating you and we moving towards something serious and I ask you to stop and give me some food, my expectations are going to reflect that because I feel like, you know, you should like me as much or you should care about me as much to 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 want to do it. I shouldn't even have to ask you that. But the only way that you'll be disappointed is if your expectations don't match what your relationship is. And a lot of these dudes be doing that. Just like you got the dudes who take chicks on 10 dates in a row. And then she don't give him the energy that he want. Oh, she finessed me. It took you 10 dates to know that woman don't like you like that? <laughs> that but but that's not what happens. That's Niggas be trying to time. prove they self. Because, hey, I, I know she ain't feeling me like that. But if I take her out, if I keep spending time with her, she spend enough time around me, she eventually. Said she, want, she said she wanted a man that was consistent. The fuck out of here, bro. I got, no. 10 dates? No. A half a date. You going to know how much that woman like you or not. That's just real. If you paying enough attention. So a lot of dudes not get manipulated, man. Y'all niggas manipulating yourselves. Y'all got to be more honest. That's that's just real, bro. Too excited for the box. Hmm. Have he y'all? St- he still let over. That's crazy. Yeah, I wanted that over. You cut. He was horny. He still wanted to be. You cut. Dick control, dog. I know. Got to control that thing, man. Mm. Real talk. You gotta speak to that. You gotta, you gotta speak to that a little more too, because it's, it's a lot of dudes that just don't have it. He can't speak to that. Cause I'm gonna let it rain. I don't know when I'm gonna get another shot like this. <laughs> it don't rain every day around here. <laughs> that nigga said I can't 
can't preach when I ain't living, goddamn. This is a dry county. It sounds good, but goddamn. That ain't for me. That's for that young fella. It's for all you other ones. That's the real rap. But I, I'm telling I think that's the, just going deep into what bro said. Pause. That sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a crazy pause. Hey, yo. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> but just to dig a little deeper. <laughs> Whoa. Just to, double, just to double click the topic. <laughs> go a little further. Uh, I, think, I think that's probably men's number one downfall. Absolutely. Uh, lack of ability. Yeah. To have big discipline. It's certain women, man, that we fucking know. I've gotten better. But we yeah. shouldn't be hitting. We know the repercussions of it. We know she ain't stable. There's going to be some shit behind this, bro. And we'll do it anyway. And I, and when you do it, now she start messing your life up. You know what I'm saying? Because she's stressing your ass out, blowing your phone up, pulling up to the crib, slashing tires, all Ooh. kind of shit like that. And you knew good and goddamn well you shouldn't lay with that girl. But the opportunity presented itself, and you said, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. You felt the risk was worth the reward. Hey, and then a lot of them take it a step farther and say, I love you. Mm. <laughs> they take it a step farther. Nah, that's farther. crazy. Bro, that's, that's what crazy. they be doing. Man. You might that's slash crazy. my tides, but fuck it. Baby, I love you. That's wild. That's We're wild. not together, but I love you. Mid stroke. <laughs> that's wild. That's some hell of a pussy. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Mid stroke. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Where you find that at? <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, did y'all see that uh, Brittany Riddle when she was on Charleston White? Oh, mm. yeah. yeah. Now you see why PJ Washington got a. Uh, see, you see why? Yeah, you see why she was she was she was a little aggressive, <laughs> bro. Um, for those who don't know what he's talking about, uh, Brittany Renner and uh, Charleston White they did an interview on somebody's podcast. I can't remember the name of the podcast, but uh, you know, Brittany was drinking uh, as usual. And things got a bit wild, you know. Charleston be be talking wild, and she get to drink, get to drink, and she start talking wild. And but some behind the scenes footage came out. She didn't mount, she didn't mount it, Charleston, <laughs> all on his lap. You know what I'm saying? Basically pulling them to her head close, all that. Like she riding them, sitting down, and Charleston giving the play by play on it. It's hilarious. If y'all ain't seen that, y'all gotta watch that. Dick swole up. They start walking. He said, I was just, I was ready to nut. I had to tell him to chill out. I ain't even have it out. I threw my jeans. God damn. Uh, oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Man, ain't the nigga married? Yes. Yeah, he married. Uh, yes, his wife don't be tripping, though. He be wilding. I'll be seeing him on live. He be flirting with chicks. His wife be sitting next to him. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, so that that's yes. what bro talk about. So, so if you get one like that, man, hey, I'm just saying. Sometimes it's. I'm taking a risk. <laughs> you don't know until you go to that side. He said, I got to see it through, my boy. YOLO. Man. Um, Say a prayer before you get in there. That's a fact. Uh, but speaking to what a, what a, I mean, the type of women that men should be out here operating with, I was watching the, no, I was reading the book and I seen a clip and they said, you should judge a woman by what she brings out of you. In terms of your characteristics and things of that nature, it went, it went a little deeper. They were saying, like certain dudes uh, date a woman, and she'll bring like pure negativity out of you. You get more agitated, or you get more abusive, or more toxic, or more disrespectful, just to try to match the energy that she's bringing mm-hmm. into your life. And then you got certain women who are a model of peace, or who are a model of productivity that brings the opposite out. What side of the fence do y'all fall on that? 
to judge a woman by what she brings out of a man. Hmm. I would agree with that. Uh, yeah. For sure. Because uh, the because even if it's a negative, like you can definitely judge someone off of that. Mm. By being with a partner that doesn't add any type of value, like whatsoever. Right. Like you that man losing his hair, that man you see him, he's stressed out all the time. He act like he well, he seem like he can't get any sleep. It seemed like he just struggling, just a completely different person than what he was when you, how you previously knew him. Mm-hmm. But in the opposite side, where you see that man, you know, flourishing, it's like, man, I ain't never seen him. He ain't never wore nothing like that before. He ain't never looked like that. He ain't never talked like that. Right. You know, just the positions he can be in um, on the up and up. I, hell yeah. I'm a firm believer. Hell yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm with Otis on that. I think you do need a woman that actually I I, I see that more now when I'm I'm talking to a woman or something like that. See what oh god damn. Dang. <laughs> now you know you couldn't squeeze your big ass through that door like that. Speaking of looking like a walrus. I'd have to go that way for that one. I ain't gonna lie to you. But yeah, what you were saying, Kenny? Uh yeah, but shit what I was saying. Oh, like some of the women that I Talked to previously Like I try to see What things That I like they, they could bring out of me Or tried to bring out of me mm. The positive things The things that I'm Have trouble with You know like Communicating with a woman Or expressing my feelings And stuff like that How mm. how do certain <clears throat> women Try to get that out of me In a positive way Not force it out of me But do certain little I guess uh, I don't want to say tricks Because that sound bad But uh, And I was just create Creating a space For you to feel yeah, comfortable cre- yeah, yeah exactly For me to do that And those are the kind of things I like because that's what I need I need to work on, on how to express my feelings and communicate correctly to the woman I like or the woman I'll eventually love or marry, you know, and these, these type of things I want to work on. And so those type of women I tend to continue to talk to. Here's a, here's a question, because I, I, don't, I don't think most men ad, admit that. Um, to, hey, I, I need to work on my communication skills. I need to learn how to express myself a bit more for my relationship to survive. Where did that, that uh, realization come from? Was it a specific thing or was it just you uh, looking at shit? Oh, definitely damn sure for my divorce. Mm. It's, it's certain things like whenever you end a, I think you should, you know, reassess things that happen after you end a, a relationship with somebody that you really love, like a really intimate relationship. Right. Like look over things that you did wrong, not what they did on their side. Forget that. Just look over what you did wrong and what you could have did better. And that's, I mean, that's just how I think most men should do. And most men don't get in, you know, serious relationships like that to actually try to change who they are or do better with what they are. They Mostly we just running through women left and right, left and right, left and right, mm-hmm. and then try to settle with one that we can manipulate sometimes. True. You know? I, I'll share personal experience. Um, one thing I definitely have had to work on is communication, and I thought that that was, like, one of my, like, strongest suits. Mm. Like, I'm like, that's my bag from a time I've been a kid until now. Like, I felt like that's been one of my strengths. But I've had to work on that even more, you know what I'm saying, being married, you know, was in a relationship going up into that, being long distance, like all that stuff I had to change how I approach certain things. <clears throat> they even living together, just the, the organization part, because uh, there's so many different moving pieces and moving parts. And when it was just you, you can kind of freestyle. Right. Like that's when I'm, I'm used to just freestyling and thugging it out because it's, it's, I can just, I believe in myself enough where I can just do it which I still do, but I still 
I can't forget that I have two other people that's in the household as well. Right. And, you know, baby got things going on. A got things going on. I got my things going on. So it's the constant communication and just constant, <clears throat> just constant like, hey, don't forget about this. Or, hey, we need to put this on the calendar. Hey, because a lot of times things would just come up. You know, they want to go out of town. Like, damn, you know, we got to part this day or do something like. So it's like, how can you work around all that stuff and still maintain a relationship and make sure, you know, everything is good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, I think that quote is, is <clears throat> speaks to something that we didn't talked about on here before. Um, you know, I, I feel like the, the woman on your arm is going to dictate how far you go. Facts. Or how short you come up <laughs> to get to the destination. Also uh, facts. Because facts is is that ninety percent of a man's motivation to be successful, um, in any aspect is tied to gaining Damn. validation from a woman. That's just what it is. Like, <clears throat> it sounds crazy to to admit. It's like I don't know woman dictate what I do. Da, 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 da. But if you look at it, how dudes dress. How you stay groomed, how you shape yourself up, why, why you smell good, dress good, shoes is good, car you drive, house you live in, all of that. Like a lot of men, most men, in my opinion, work to get those things because they know what's going to come with it. A boatload of women. right? I want to be successful in my career. I want to make as much money as I can. Why? Because I can have my pick of women and that's going to get me that validation from that opposite side. So mm-hmm. if you have something that's that important or that has that much power over a man's behavior, that power could be used for good or it could right. be used for evil. Right. Right. The same way that you can have a woman who's peaceful and she makes you productive and she makes you more considerate and helps you with your communication and, and all of that. You can have a woman who brings the absolute worst out of you. And that's why it's important for dudes to look a little deeper than looks when they choosing a woman. And Absolutely. a lot of dudes don't. Just because she got a fat ass, I'm going to entertain it. Mm-hmm. Or because she got a little status or whatever, I'm going I'm to I'm entertain that. And she broken inside. She toxic inside. So, again, like I said, if women have that much power, what do you think having that type of woman by your side day for day is going to do to you? Destroy you. Exactly. Take everything from you. I know what that's going to do. That's just real. And there's so many dudes that got to learn that lesson the hard way. They got to lose money. They got to lose their kids. They got to use they prof- lose their professions. Look at Jonathan Majors. This man was destined for, for greatness. You know what I'm saying? Now he didn't got convicted of this, and who knows the consequences that that's going to have, right? So, and that's and he was on video talking about, I need you to be my career to Scott. I need you to be my this. I need you to be my that. And people laughed. This topic is what he meant by that, right? Because if I got a woman who's on my arm pushing me like a Michelle Obama is doing or like a Beyonce is doing the whole, or like, a, you know, what Savannah doing a LeBron, when, when you got a woman that's that great pushing you, you can't do nothing but win, bro. But when you got something toxic on your arm, I don't give a damn how determined you are. I don't give a damn how much drive you got. She's going to get in the way of it. Yep. Cat Williams said he was a plant. Who was that? Jonathan Majors. I feel like Jonathan Majors was too? He said Jonathan Majors was a plant. He said, what What? What group of women want to fantasize over a big nose? Uh, <laughs> wow. He said he that. He did say that. He did say that. that. He said they went all around the world for two all, years. They all get the same woman. <laughs> One woman that looked exactly the same that don't do no interviews. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, again, that's just how I look at it. I'm, I'm just tired of seeing dudes out here Lose their livelihood, bro. 
for messing with the wrong, the wrong woman. We done seen it happen a hundred times, bro. Mm-hmm. It might be successful as hell. You mess with the wrong woman, now your whole situation right. is jeopardized. The but, only the only way to do it right is by choosing the right woman. Yeah. Find the best you can because I feel when you when you by yourself, that's one type of uh, motivation. But when you have somebody alongside you that's pushing you, it's like okay, this person is counting on me. I can't. It's it's now it's a little bit more than just me. And versus you have somebody that's pulling you back. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say I would rather you if you're gonna do it, be by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Until you make that right decision. Because that person going to hold you back for years. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I know. Mm. Yeah, even, like, you, you can look at some of the most successful people. I'm, I'm, I'm a big Warren Buffett fan. And, you know, they was asking him, like, hey, man, what's the, you know, what's the best, like, financial tip that you can give to somebody? <laughs> he was like, the woman you choose. Facts. He been married to his woman for 50 years or something like that. Um, until, until she passed recently, I think. And even after they separated... She, you know, they separated, was still married, and she allowed their caretaker to step in for her spot because she wanted to go do some uh, uh, for, for philanthropic, philanthropic, whatever the word is, things, donate to the charities, running programs, different things like that. And he didn't want to get in the way of that. So she couldn't be there to basically hold him down like she'd been doing for the 40 years. So she let basically her best friend step in and be that for him. And they still married to this day, and their relationship is still great. But it goes back to what he said. This woman and brought brought a different kind of inspiration out of me. And I and I never let her go. It don't matter what we go through, we can be separated, we can be together, whatever the case may be. But just that that energy alone, I, I need that around me in some in some capacity. This man a billion times over, probably the, the greatest investor to ever live, if we're gonna be honest. Um, and even he said the best financial tip I ever made, or the best financial tip that I can give you. Is the woman that you choose. Because the same way that she propelled him to be worth billions, there's a lot of dudes out here dead broke right now with three, four kids on child support that's taking all their money because they made the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. So, choose wisely. Um, on that note, man, I'm trying to think. Oh, no, no, we got one more. It was another clip that was sent to us. Uh, they were talking about how presence doesn't necessarily have a price. Um, I think they were talking about a male's influence. Uh, on a relationship. I'm going to play it. Get y'all take on it. Essence just doesn't have a price. Mm-hmm. And I can't express that enough. Just being there for someone. Not doing something, but just your presence. Sometimes people don't need you to fix anything. They just need you to sit with them. And again, I think the context of the conversation is how like a lot of men be very quick to just jump in and fix things when sometimes presence alone could be the thing that solves it. Um, how do you like, do, do, do y'all agree with that sentiment? Because this is a woman saying it. So some people say, Oh, she don't know what being a man come with. Blah, blah, blah. Do y'all, do y'all agree with that sentiment that sometimes presence is enough? What's she, how she saying it though? Like with you just being there? Basically saying like, let's say that your woman come home. From work, she done had a rough day mm-hmm. at the job, and she's running down everything that happened, and you know the issue that she may have with some of the people up there, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Most men are gonna be Excuse trying to solve solutions. the issue before she even finished talking. Okay. That's, that's just how our mind works. What she's saying is sometimes that's not necessary. Just sit there and fucking listen. Yes, there and, we go. 
and basically allow her to guide herself <clears throat> to the solution. Going back to what Kenny was talking about earlier about yes. creating that space. Yes. Um, but if you just jump in and try to solve things all the time, you risk being dismissive of what it is that she's going through. And for a lot yes. of men, that's hard to process. What the yes. hell do you mean dismissive? I'm trying to help you yes. get into a better situation. But sometimes your presence enough could, you know, help her get to a, you know, better, better situation, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that? I agree a thousand percent. I just had this conversation with Weedon Baby like last week. And this was after a few, you know, discussions that we had. And, you know, I was like, babe, what you need from me? I was just, it was just random. I was like, what, what you need from me? And she was like, honestly, sometimes when I'm talking to you, she's like, I just want you to listen. And But that was after she was able to reflect and things like that because she was like, you just, you want to help me so much and like, we'll get into it. Cause I'm like, well, God damn, what you, you said you little, mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you out. Right. And now and I'm asking you, what about this? Is, I don't know. And what about this? I don't know. Like, well, how am I supposed to know? How am I supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm getting, you know, a little heated a little bit. Cause I'm like, babe, I'm trying to help. And it's, it's the passion and the love. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I see you upset or I see you going through this. And so I'm just trying to help you out. You, you voicing yourself that, you know, you frustrated or whatever. So I'm trying to do whatever I can to eliminate this as quick as possible, because I know that's going to flow into the house. Right. And so I'm just trying to keep it, you know, peaceful in here, you know, everything rocking and rolling. So, you know, how can we make this better? But yeah, she was just like, sometimes I just, I just want you to listen. Sometimes babe, I'm just venting and I'm like, all right. So now, if you bring it to me, I'm like, okay, is this a vent session, or do you need? Mm-hmm. I just need to know where, where can we where we go from here. So now I now I know if I need to put my thinking cap on, or if I'm really can just sit back and really pay attention to the game while she talking to me. No, Damn, that's crazy. Cowboys is on. Hold on, damn, that's crazy. But yeah, so I know whether, you know, decipher what I need to really be in there in the moment before I can like, all right, just let her get her shit off. Mm. And Kenny, would you say that you run into that situation before? So you try to just jump in there and fix that moment? <laughs> I mean, you're doing too much complaining. This is a simple solution. Oh, let's time. go this way. I'm a problem solver. I hate, I hate negative shit. When you bring me something negative, I'm trying to, oh, maybe you need to do this. And that's where you fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Did you try to do this? Did I try to do what? I'm just trying to talk to you and get it off my chest and just listen to me. I mean, you, you learn that through through marriage, I think. I mean, it's hard in a couple stages if you're not married, but if you've been married, you learn to just sit there and be like, all right, I got to listen to this and, and try to judge the scene or like do what Otis say, hey, before we go, is this a venting session or do you really want my input on what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's probably the best way to go about it. But yeah, you, most of the things you just, as you get along or the more you go into a relationship with your woman, the years go on. You'll know when it's a venting session and when she want to answer. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But definitely, they have a whole bunch of venting sessions that you just need to sit there and listen. Would you say that that, that therapy kind of helps you come to that thought process? Because if you look at, like, the dynamics of how therapy works, they don't give you actionable steps to leave here and do. It's more of a, basically, let me help you, let me guide you nah. to the solution in your way of thinking. Mm, are you talking about when I had couples therapy? Right. Yeah, I think couples therapy was an eye opener. I mean, I think I need personal therapy too. I think that's a good thing to start doing. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was an eye opener to listen to somebody else say it to me besides the person I love. 
you know, I think everybody needs that side just to hear from not to challenge the therapist because you're not when you go in there, you're not it's not one side or the other. They're not on either side. They shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. They're just hearing both sides and they're the ones asking the questions. They're the ones that you're giving the answers to until they direct you to, OK, well, then answer to, you know, speak to her like that or speak to him like that. And I think that helped me, you know, try to start listening, try to, you know, be a better person. But, you know, some people don't like therapy, you know, so sometimes it ain't for everybody. But I think it's a great way to evolve yourself, elevate, especially your listening skills. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think um, the therapy a, a lot of times it just brings about a different perspective. It's, it's, it's kind of hard, man. And it's, it, the irony of this is crazy. This is your life partner. Y'all spend every day together. Y'all talk about, I won't say everything, but most things y'all talk about, you know what I'm saying, just in regular conversation. But when it comes to vulnerability, when it comes to expressing your dislike and things about them or hearing them express their dislike, things about you, that'd be the hardest conversation in the world to have. And that, and sometimes I'll be wondering, like, why is that? You know what I'm saying? We done been together 10 years, 15 years, whatever the case may be. Why is it so hard? For me to sit down here and be vulnerable and tell you what it is that I need from you or sit there and listen to what you telling me that you need from me that I'm not providing. Smooth, why do you think that's so hard? Because, man, you don't want to look at your partner in a bad light. That, yep. And you ain't trying to hear that from your partner. You trying to make sure everything running right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why them conversations is hard with somebody you love. Because you can have them conversations with nobody, with somebody you ain't. In that type of relationship with, like, with your friends or even with, you know what I'm saying, an, an, another female person. Like, right. you can have them conversations with, you know what I'm saying? But when it's with your partner, it's it always feel like it's some type of attack there. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So, yeah, but I've just learned over the years just to listen. You know, pick, pick my spots, pick and choose my spots when I'm going to be ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Because... I feel like everybody just need a little bit of that. You need a little, little. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But and with y'all talking about the conversations and all that, like I've learned over the years to like actually pay attention because sometimes it's just a venting. It's no question in there for me to answer. Right. But if there's a question in there for me to answer, like what should I do? Did I know it's something that you want my opinion on? You know what I'm saying? Now if you just coming in, look at this motherfucker bed. Always, and then I know I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? But like I'll say, I may be paying attention to the TV. It's your own watching. You know what I'm saying But you pick up on that Throughout the years But when you fresh in this shit Then yeah Like your instincts To problem solve Is always on And that And that can be a detriment To y'all Facts So You only get that in time But you get that Playing in the game It ain't something You you know what I'm saying (laughs) Niggas just do a pick You know what I'm saying (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah man You know I think that 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 right there, in my opinion, is is what's gonna make or break the relationship. But it goes back to what y'all saying about knowing your partner. A lot of times we don't respect our partner enough to pay close attention to them like that. Because if you're paying close enough attention, you should be able to know. Think about women and what I done learned is when they need something from you, they gonna they gonna ask you for it. Mm-hmm. Um women just like to talk. That's just what it is. Every man listening to this has been talk- on the phone with a woman for 30 minutes, and, and we might have talked for 45 seconds of it. Women just like to talk. Um, and, again, that's not saying belittle what she's saying or anything like that. You, you should still be listening just to try to catch the, okay, no, nah, that's serious. Okay, yeah, no, nah, I need to hold on to that. Okay, whatever, whatever. But most of that is just going to be her just trying to get it off her chest. But 
as men, we gotta fight that urge, and and it's a big urge because our our livelihood as men is kind of um, determined on us being able to problem solve. That's what comes with leadership. Being able to make the decision, being able to make sure that the ship is going in the right direction. So we always trying to be on point with that. But women are complicated. Women are not just black and white. It's a whole spectrum there that you got to kind of learn how to navigate. Um, and again, if you're paying close enough to your close enough attention to your woman, then you're going to be able to do it. If you're not, the relationship going to fail. That, that's just what it is. And a lot of times relationships fail for men. We be feeling like, well, damn, what the fuck I did? All I did was try to help. Mm-hmm. All I did was I told you to do this. You complaining about this woman? Report it to HR. Are you complaining about this? Right? Stop working with her. Go do this. Go do that. It's simple. And then I hit. But to them, you know, it's way more nuance. It's way more color in there. So, yeah, I mean, and, and it's gonna always be a, a disconnect. But we gotta kind of fight the urge to not judge them for not coming to the decision like we would or mm-hmm. for not necessarily listening to high advice. Uh, not, I won't say listening, but doing what we tell you to do because they just process things differently. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is, dog. It's fucked up sometimes. But you only learn that in the game. You don't learn that on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Right. But on that note, man, we're going to go ahead and get into advice column. All right, man. The first one wants to be anonymous. So I'm going to give a quick. I'm going to go on and get into the question. Uh, they say, hey, crew, me and my boyfriend have been together for two years, mm-hmm. and we are 21 now. Anytime I've needed something, he has provided it. I've had my own place since we met, and he still lives at home. He's a surgical tech, so he makes decent money right now. He provides a lot, but has never given money towards bills. So more toward if I need my car fixed or other things I may need. He has less bills than I have and makes more money. So he's often spending more than I am in our relationship. We went through a tough patch and he stated he feels unappreciated because he's always helping and often getting the short end of the stick. Mm. I tell him how much I appreciate him and cook real meals whenever he comes over. How do I make him feel more appreciated and heard within our relationship? Look here, baby, when we going to make this official, when, when you coming over here? When, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, when we making this thing, you know what I'm saying? Sound like he a stand-up brother. But, hey, if I'm spending money on you and all. I, I got to contribute to the bills, too. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, fixing your car. Hey. <laughs> fixing the AC, you, What are radiator? you complaining about for real? Like, because I can, I, I, I can point some dudes in your direction that co- that you can complain about. They wouldn't be none of that shit. <laughs> you know what Savage is over there. I need some new tires. Yeah, That's crazy. Wow, Yo. car broke down on the side of the yeah, highway. Damn, man. that's wild, man. Call Tri- me when you get home. Triple A, man. <laughs> Good luck. You got triple A insurance? <laughs> I've definitely said that before. I know you have. <laughs> that's some funny Don't look shit. my way. That's Bro, like, come on. Drive man. 45 minutes. Yeah, she. What are you complaining about? <laughs> and you 21. You should be on your hustle somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, your you, you man, or what? What he is? Some type of tech? Surgical tech. Surgical Surgical tech. Did she say what she do? Mm-mm. What? He make more than her. Of course he does. <laughs> of course. What, what advice does she want? She just wants to know uh, how can she make him feel more appreciated yeah, than her okay. because he's feeling unappreciated with everything that he's helping with. Or whatever well, the case I, oh, well, then she ain't complaining. She just wants advice on how to make. I haven't heard about. What she said she does for him. Yeah, there yeah, wasn't nothing. It wasn't mm. nothing that, that she's she said. asking for advice on how what she she need to do. She do, say she cook when he come over. That's when more, he come I need over. More than that. 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, need, so what should she do? That's what she's asking. Man, us. look, Kenny, what would you want? Why are you gonna ask me the question? You need to ask, answer the damn question. She's 21. <laughs> if I'm you, for real, for real, y'all young, and you know I'm a proponent of young people staying together and do all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So you need to ask him what does he need from you? You understand know me? Because it sounds like y'all both are part in this shit. You understand know me? And when you go to ask for help for him, it's substantial help compared to what you doing for him. You understand know me? Because getting your car fixed ain't cheap. Paying for shit ain't cheap. He ain't paying no bills, but but your car is a bill. So no matter how you look at it, he paying something that is a bill. You know, and I, and I guess when y'all go out, he pay for everything too. You All want a bill. Right, definitely. You get what I'm saying? Context, and, just real quick, not to cut you off. She says that she does appreciate him and she often cooks real meals when he comes over mm-hmm. to show that, but continue. Do you take him out? You understand? So yeah, you need to be you, hey, you need to have a real conversation with what he need and you didn't say what you do or you trying to do for a living, you need to be on top of that cuz it sounds like you got a man that's going places. That's going to be somewhere. No, don't hold him back. You get what I'm saying? Don't fuck around and get pregnant right now. Hey, don't do none of that. You need to be on your hustle just like he on his hustle. And, you know what I'm saying, hopefully y'all make it to the finish line together, that marriage thing, and getting y'all shit in order. But that's where that man is heading. And if he don't feel appreciated now, look, baby, it's going to die before he gets to the finish line. And then you're going to feel like you helped him get there because you're standing right there with him now. You need to be having some conversations with him. Not only with him, no, you need to be having conversations with yourself with what this man need. And can you uphold that throughout the years? Mm. That's what I would tell you. That's the advice for you. Mm. I think she should ask him what the hell he need. Mm-hmm. Right then and there Because I can't tell you What the man need I ain't mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. We ain't him So ask him what he, what he need Right then and there If you really love him And if he can't express that to you Then that's a different scenario mm-hmm. I can tell you what he need <laughs> He wants some head <laughs> And he oh, wants he some peace You probably give him His damn nerves <laughs> That's why he don't feel Appreciated I don't know man I think She that's ain't a- doing nothing Now I will say this If she always asking For money to do things Then yeah That could piss him off That's just real but if she's not that type of woman, then, hey, you need to have a conversation with her, man. Did she, she, she won't. If, she he, if she, he ain't voicing it, he ain't got to pay the damn car, car note. Yeah, she, ain't forcing, she ain't forcing him to pay but it. But you know, he might be soft. You can't blame her for that. That's but what you mean. know, she also probably, yeah, uh, you know, I'm having car trouble. I'm not assuming nothing. Well, he, assuming the, the, the context of the situation is he living at home. She mm-hmm. got her own place. So in my, if I got to put myself in his shoes... I feel like I I need to be doing those things because I'm not there on a day to day basis to kind of you know what I'm saying so we, we we damn near, I'm using this to kind of overcompensate for the fact that I haven't took you under my wing mm-hmm. and got my own place yet as a man because in his head he probably feel like if I don't do that then she's taking care of me like I'm a kid right so I think that that's where it comes from in terms of her I think first off you need to figure out what it is that y'all doing um, where y'all going is this a serious thing. We need, we, need, we, need, we need to start there. Um, because if it is, then y'all need to be making plans on how to close that gap between y'all. Mm-hmm. Also, you got to ask yourself, why is it so hard for me to show my appreciation in a multitude of ways? Just like we said earlier, a woman who really, really likes a man, they're going to jump out the window to prove that to them in terms of you know them offering to do things. It ain't necessarily got to be money, but it's just effort things. It's Considerate things It's you know Hey I know That he appreciates That he appreciates mm-hmm. you know Not that you appreciate mm-hmm. Or you think He gonna appreciate mm-hmm. That he appreciates yeah. That's the key So that, that's why It's important 
um, to have that conversation with them, dog. And and I know sometimes that's a difficult conversation because a lot of dudes is going to let our ego take over. Oh, I don't need nothing, baby. Oh, I'm all right. I'm good. But you got to dig deeper, even even when he does say that. You know what I'm saying? Just to try to get to the bottom of what it is that, that a man wants. And then if he does open up and give you that answer, you got to take it for face value and do just that. Um, and I think that's just going to make the situation better right now. But I think in his mind, he he he's failing as a man. So I'm trying to overcompensate. And it's real easy to feel un, unappreciated because, like I said, she the one with the place. He going over there to kick it. He paying the bills. He fixing the car. But that's her place. So he feels like an outsider. I feel like this is not my domain. And that's a rough spot for a man to be in with a woman that he loves. So I think that's why I say you need to figure out what y'all doing. Because if y'all going to really be together, it's time to start merging some of that so we can start moving as a unit. Right now, y'all moving as two individuals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as long as that's the case, good luck. Yep. And they're only 21, so I got time. Nah, but that, it, shit, my, they, they need to get that started right now. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, if that's why I say we need to figure out what are we doing. Like, do you even see future in them? Do you even see husband in them? Like, leader, somebody that can take care of my family? And and if you don't see that in them, you need to move around. Yeah, and if you do see that in them, you need to tell him we need to be under one roof. We Correct. We need to be putting this shit together, figuring this shit out. Yeah, at least from a temporary basis to figure out if 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 marriage is on is, is on the table. I mean, that should be the goal. Y'all should be you know working toward marriage or whatever. I mean, let me rephrase: if that's what y'all goal is, some mm-hmm. people don't care about getting married. But either way, we need to start moving as a unit. Y'all not moving as a unit right now. That's 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 just the reality of it. And, and when you're not moving as a unit, somebody gonna feel unappreciated. Yeah, yeah. Especially works. Especially if doing all of that to try to overcompensate for the fact that they're not, mm-hmm. and then he feel like I'm not getting the appreciation I didn't deserve. That man gonna crash out eventually. I'm I'm, going to be real with you. So, yeah, you need to sit down and have a hard, hard hard-ass conversation. And when you dig deep enough and he give you that answer, take it for face value and do exactly that. Don't try to put your own spin on it. Don't try to do exactly what he say that he needs from you. And you should be cool. But I know we're going to get to this next one, man. Um, Jesus. All right, this is from... You know what? I'm going to just read the question first. Uh-oh. It's Patreon, baby. Okay. I'm about to say, why are we clapping for a question? Yeah, I mean, question. I, I, don't, I don't think it's a not, but forget it. It's from Lady Eve, man. Patreon. <laughs> uh, and if it ain't, I'm going to just blur the name out. Peace, Kings of Crew Season. I'm new to your Patreon, but I've been following and listening to your videos on Instagram for a year now. Your content is very mature and thought provoking. Thank you. So I have a question that seems long because, of course, there's a backstory. The short question is, if my boyfriend of seven months says he doesn't want to commit to being engaged and getting married because he's not yet reached his personal goals, career and finances, should I continue dating and waiting for him to be ready to commit? Give him space like a low key breakup and put myself back on the dating scene. I felt we got into a place where I feel ready for him to meet my kids. And I'm now thinking I need to pull my heart out of this. There's also the issue of us being from different cultures. And his family is not likely to accept me as the woman he should marry. Mm. If you have more questions about this for, uh, for clarity, let me know. I also want to add, when he said he doesn't want to commit to engagement or marriage because of his desire to fulfill his personal goals, he also said he didn't have a time frame for when he reached those goals <laughs> or even certainty about if he would ever be ready. 
I take care of myself. He doesn't give me money or pay any of my bills. We take turns paying paying for dates. I guess my fear is continuing to date him uh, with knowing of him just enjoying things as they are and not wanting to become anything more like being exclusive with someone. And they won't become more than just a friend. I'm divorced with two children. I'm seven years older than him. I just wonder if I'm wasting my time. Yes. 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 You, you knew you was wasting your unanimous. time before you wrote that. That was like unanimous. You knew you was wasting your time when you started talking to him. And y'all from different cultures. And you seven years older than him. And he gonna tell you. I'm just trying and to fulfill my goals. And he ain't got goals. no kids. He, he just fulfilled his goal by talking to you. He ain't got no culture. kids. And he telling you, I don't want to be no stepdaddy in a cool way. That nigga said, hey, I ain't got no time. I don't think, no, I don't think it's a dick. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, no. Oh, wow, that's real. Fact. Jungle fever. That's, that's real. T. Hey, he said, "Hey, it's old." Yeah, you no. should have been done with that. You should have see. You should have learned the first time before you got. Oh, I'm not gonna say that. You should have came into this that scene knowing that you was trying to date somebody on a serious tip. Instead, mm-hmm. you just went out there just to find somebody and, and try to happens. date. See what happens. And you seven months in, and he say she and girl. trying to drop the boyfriend girlfriend <laughs> marriage. Talk. I'm not settling down until I have fulfilled my purpose. And I ain't and got no say, time frame. So, so <laughs> when, when is this? He say, I don't know. I don't know. When, when, when you figure out, shit, I don't know. So I'm going day to day with this. You day to day. <laughs> day to day. You still going to suck your dick tonight or what? <laughs> yeah, come on. You just going to ruin the night like that, huh? <laughs> so we doing day for day assessments as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you knew what it was I'm sorry I don't, know what it was. I don't mean to say it like that But come on man And you seven years older than him So you should be wiser To understand And know what's going on in You entered that scene too fast With you no understanding Of what you wanted No And we talk about this all the time Sound like Sound like you gullible He done knocked her head off That's what it was definitely. Might, might be the, It that. might be the seven eight You know what I'm saying The seven eight D's That I was saying about In that clip Remember Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now you done got divorced, and you know what I'm saying? Now you back out, you accepting anything. What's going on, man? She done picked up smoking. Yeah, picked up smoking. She probably smoked too. <laughs> she probably smoked too. Get out of here, man. He gave her that. You know what I'm saying? And now she in love, like, baby. Yeah. He told you we are nothing. That's what he told you. That's you didn't hear man. it, though. We'll never be nothing. You didn't hear that, but that's what he said. But he still want to hear it, so he said it in a kind way. But baby, even when he reaches his goals, you are not in the picture. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that. Yep. Seven months in and he told you. Oh, yeah. You definitely. You not in the picture. You a fun time. You not the long time, she baby. She's part of the picture. You know what I'm saying? She just ain't, she just ain't you on, the main frame. You That's on real. a 10-day contract. Mm-hmm. As soon as I find my real starter, you gone. That's wild, bro. I think, and again, go back to what we just said in the last segment. You got to start taking... What dudes say for face value, dog. Especially if he's showing if the actions reflecting it as well, which they are. Man said I ain't got no time frame. That lets you know, right there. <laughs> I just this is a get out of jail free card, baby, because if it ever gets to a place to where I'm uncomfortable or you try to press me too much, I can say, uh 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 remember I said I need to get right financially. He ain't gave you a number destination, a salary destination, yeah. a position destination, nothing. I just need to get right financially and within my career. And then maybe. We the nigga might not it even be in the seven career. months to ask that question. Seven months? Mm-hmm. Talking about, that's I'm thinking her. about yeah, let, letting him meet the kids. That's he ain't her. worthy of You don't want to. Yeah. Kids? Fuck <laughs> them kids. <laughs> 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 
crazy. You ever about bring to put kids on your face? It's crazy, bro. What's up? That's real. Nah, but nah, but nah, but I'm gonna give you the 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 mindset of him. You you seven years older than him. Um, what you represent is structure. You represent a safety net to him, um, mm-hmm. and also you represent low maintenance because of those kids. Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy, but it's true because if you date a woman with kids, she don't have time to be on you all the to time. To police you. To police you all the time. So in his head, he's feeling like, okay, I can go over here and get all the benefits because the fact that you have kids a lot of times means that you're nurturing as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can cook. I mean, you know how to take care of a man. You're doing all that. So I can come over there and get all those benefits with no kind of commitment at all. Yeah. So that's that's what you represent to him, a safety net. While he's still out here trying to find something that really moves him, a woman that really moves him. He just ain't found it yet, but you the safety net to him. So that's his mindset. And you need to move according to that. You talking about introducing a man to your kids. You don't never want to introduce nobody to your kids that ain't got a solid plan for y'all. No. Exactly. Never. He ain't even got a solid plan for himself. Right. He do. She just ain't involved. No, he don't. Yeah, yeah he do. Yeah. He, she he said he don't know when he going to be he in going, That's what he told her. to find it. That's what he told her. He going to find it. So clearly it ain't right here. That's a fact. Y'all right. He has, I know it's a fact. She a lollipop. She a lollipop and he licking you to the core. <laughs> he probably literally. literally, literally, literally. <laughs> straight up. And that's why she's jaded. That's why. That's why. That's why. That's why. Y'all niggas going to hell on scholarship, dog. Don't mean to laugh at your situation like that. But I laughing at you, but I do. I do mean to laugh at you because you need to hear this. You didn't listen to this podcast for a year and a half, and you know better. Exactly, you know way better than that. Yeah, you know better when you write that. So you, as you was typing it, you should have. Seven months. You should have. Seven months. <laughs> That's wild. And what are wild. we in? Seven months in? Nothing. That's basically what he told you. Yeah. What are we? Seven months in? Oh, no, no. I'm How still trying to find him? myself. Okay, well, Nothing. maybe I should introduce him to my kids. Maybe that'll make him say, say what are we? We having sex, ain't we? Mm-hmm. How do you ask okay. that seven months in? <laughs> when you go into the dating world not knowing what the hell you want? That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Or even knowing what stability looks like. Um, from that perspective That's the thing When you marry A lot of times You be out the game Especially women The game move fast It's a lot of women Who've been married 15, 20 years And they come out In this dating scene Expecting what they Was expecting Last time they were dating This is a totally different mm, game Totally bro. different Man, some, some not used to being alone yeah. That's true yep. too And she was married So she yeah, not she used to not being used, alone right. Shit, I need to. And she got them kids there She never gonna be used To being alone So anybody that give her Attention right now Is, is gonna get that work <laughs> That's that's cold. That's crazy, She picking up. I'm telling you, four a.m. Yeah, I can go. You come through. Yeah, come on through. The kids. Damn. That's messed up. Be quiet. Damn. The kids sleeping. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Don't close the door. I'm telling you, man, because she just don't understand like what's her order now. Like me, don't understand what the feeling is for you. <laughs> Try to wake them kids up. <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> you don't uh-uh. care about the pussy no more. You just trying to wake up kids. <laughs> Mama, that nigga hit that door rattle. Go harder. Go like that, boy. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Oh, y'all niggas. How going hell? That's terrible, boy. Not damn. Oh, is she going to hell for doing that kind of stuff? <laughs> 
ain't going crazy. It's a challenge. It's a literally a challenge. Then he don't oh, sleep. Oh, your there. kids, yeah. Nigga going crazy. Then he never sleep there. He get up and leave. Straight yeah, up. You gotta, yeah, you did. They wake thing, up at seven. You gotta get up out of there. You wanna walk to the living room and see. No, that's why. See a, <laughs> you can walk to the living room and see a hungry child waiting for breakfast. <laughs> Let me get them chips, boy. You ain't for fresh toast. <laughs> then you fridge. just walk. <laughs> you bitch, you're a little 40, huh? <laughs> Damn, oh, you're a little man. 40. That's sad, dog. Be back tomorrow at 1. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> better have that shit picked up, too. <laughs> the little nigga better be sleep this time. Hey, man. You told me he was sleep. You <laughs> sleep hard enough. <laughs> you told me he was sleep. <laughs> Don't uh, have a teenage kid too. Ooh, that's even more of a challenge. Oh, you step yeah, out that man. thing. I'm the man of this house tonight. <laughs> What's up, little What's up, little <laughs> What's up? That thing is crazy. You ever had that problem, Pokey? <sighs> oh. I'll tell y'all a story later. <laughs> I'll tell you off the pod. I'll tell you a story later. On. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Literally, that was the interaction. What? What's up, little nigga? You open the door. What's up? No. <laughs> Excuse me. He said, "What? He go walk. Room still funky. <laughs> he stopped him at the door. I don't think you want to go in there right now. <laughs> All right, man. Press all parties. I'm a terrible human being. Oh my god. Uh. Press all points involved, man. We're going to uh, go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. We appreciate y'all kicking it with us. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Patreon, man. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the merch is available now. If y'all listening to this, if y'all watching this, make sure that y'all go support, man. We definitely appreciate y'all. Whew, man. Uh, I don't think it's that everything, man. We got, we got some announcements, man, but we can't really make them yet. That's that's a little frustrating. But just keep on rocking, man. Stay tuned, man. We got some things coming. Y'all got last words before we get up out of here? Yep. We outside this year. Make sure y'all cop the merch because we dropping the merch. Facts. All types of merch. I'm already working just on the Just be on the lookout. So, yeah, y'all heard it here, man. Until next time, we're going to get up out of here, man, with a record. I was on SoundCloud the other night, man, and I was just jamming. A bunch of random songs just came on, and there was one. By SZA mm. Called Nightbird We're gonna play that man Get on up out of here I appreciate y'all We gone Mind time.
Taking clothes on Sunday, gotta get that good guy. Sitting by Monday, you eat it from the side. I can't stand the way you treat Stand to watch you live. Fuck in the back of the Jeep, fuck behind no shoes. 